All right, go. Welcome back, guys, to the Kings of the Queen City podcast. Uh, once again, it's me and Liam, or Liam and I, this week. Um, we're going to be talking about the Bills' Week 17 win against the Falcons. Um, we'll briefly touch up on the wild card race in the NFL playoffs, how those uh, brackets are shaping up, and then, if possible, read a bit of a time constraint this week. So, if possible, we'll touch up on the Bengals' continued dominance in the league. So starting off with the Bills, um, I was actually at the game. First quarter, I think, was going very well. I think we we're pretty much dominating them. Their only weapon really seemed to be Cordero Patterson for the most part. I mean, Mike Davis had a touchdown, but he really wasn't doing too much. Um, Cordero Patterson didn't do that much either, though. No, he didn't. I mean, like, in respect to, like, him, he was being, like, the most versatile, like, weapon. They're using him on everything, rush, pass, play, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, I know somebody had a really good catch on the outside, but it was out of bounds. Um, but as soon as the second quarter hit, I think we got too complacent. We were like, oh, okay, we're playing sort of well right now. So they started to try and establish a run game, and that got us absolutely nowhere. Josh Allen. In the first half. Yeah, in the first half. Josh Allen, did he throw all three picks in the second quarter? I think it was two in the second, right? And they took, I think it was two in the second. Then he threw a third one in the second half. But – uh. He, I don't know, not just him, the whole Bills offense just kind of slowed down. Uh, receivers weren't catching balls. There were a couple of drops, a couple in the end zone as well, I believe. Um, and the Falcons really started to turn it on. I mean, I know we had the safety in the first quarter, but as soon as that happened, we snapped into it, back into it. We were, you know, pretty much dominating them everywhere. And then, like I said, the second quarter just kind of, got too complacent, tried to establish the run game, and it got us absolutely nowhere. And then that threw Josh out of his rhythm, threw two picks. Um, Both of them – well, the second one – it was either the second or the third one was tipped. But you could see that the the interceptions were kind of forced. Like, he's still – I thought he had kind of snapped out of that, but he still makes those mistakes where he tries to force the ball into an area where he thinks he can get it, but he can't, and then a defender comes out of nowhere and just picks it off. Yeah. I mean, like, on one hand, like, he's a, he's a gunslinger, so, like, a lot of times, like, he can he can force it, but, like, I feel like he's just – like, it's been too many times recently where he's just like, I got to force it, and it just isn't necessary. But – um. I was super happy about the run game in the second half. Yeah. Singletary started turning it on. Allen had almost over a hundred yards, even Moss. I think he only got like four or five carries for like 30 ish yards around there. Mm -hmm. And he still looked decent when they were pushing the pile, when they were moving the ball. Um, Defensive pressure also turned up a little bit. Um, I know obviously in the first half, Greg Rousseau had that uh, sack fumble. So that was nice. Good to see him. He's been playing pretty well all season. Um, yeah. But yeah, like you said, the running game really started getting going in the second half. And especially once we were went up by a score, because they were up at, at the half, 15-14. And once we scored, I forget, did we get the two-point as well? Yeah. Yeah, so then we were up by a, a full score. And once we got in that position and we were able to stop them from scoring on the next drive, then – we got the running game going. It was kind of just smooth sailing from there. Yeah. Waste clock and run that ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like today was a good game to get the running game going. Cause it like, it just, 
I feel like every game it's just like Josh Allen puts the entire team on his back and just like absolutely like has to carry. Like against the Pats, I feel like that was like all him. Yeah. So I completely agree. Definitely like getting Singletary to like actually get the ball and put up yards is huge. Yeah, and I know a lot of people still aren't fond of Singletary because they're like, oh, he doesn't have that breakaway speed. He doesn't have that, you know, like that open field speed. He never really gets like giant runs. Like, yeah, they're scattered in there, but he never really does get like the big gains. Right. I tell people like, honestly, it's not just him. Like, yeah, if we had a, a better running back, no doubt about it, we we would get more yards on the ground. But the fact of the matter is he's almost always able to get positive yards. Yeah, I tell people that hate on him a lot. I tell them, wouldn't you rather have somebody that's constantly getting positive yards versus somebody who's going to make the one big play every once in a while, but he's getting stopped for a minimal game. Like it's, I know it's on the O line too, to obviously create those lanes for the run game, but I've been happy with how Singletary's performed for the most part in Buffalo because he's constantly getting extra yards. Yeah. They might not be big gains, but, um, he's able to find those little pockets to where he can at least fall forward for positive yardage. Yes. It's slightly annoying when, you know, you could see where the run's supposed to go and then he cuts it back and that causes him to get like three or four yards. Then it's like, okay, well, if he would have hit the hole, he was supposed to, maybe he would have had a better game. But for the most part, I've been pretty happy with how Singletary's performed here in Buffalo, because like I said, he's constantly getting positive yards. And I think if the bills are somehow able to make that next step up in their run game, then I think he's in a good position where he can succeed even more in the future. For sure. Yeah, I was just looking up. His uh, average yards per carry this season is 4.6. Which is actually pretty good. Actually, is that carries interceptions or is it? Because I don't know what the exact number is that you know, you usually look for for your running back to be over on the yards per carry, but I'm yeah. pretty sure I'm pretty sure usually like over four yards per carry is where you want your running backs to be at least. Uh, let's see. Uh. Speaking of the rushing too, I think that's one thing that Josh Allen, as good as he is scrambling, he needs to be more careful when he's scrambling. For sure. Because we know he, he can he make has the, that. He, he, has he knows that we can make the play. Yeah, he knows we he can make the plays. The fans know he can make the plays and the coaches know he can make the plays. But that doesn't mean you're not just going to get popped one of these times and either hurt yourself or cause a turnover that's going to mm-hmm. lose the game. Yeah, my man's got that ball, like, one hand, just, like, uh-huh. put, put both hands on that bitch. For real, it's like, it's good that you want to fight for the extra yards if you're close, but, like, at least protect the ball. Like, he's almost always going into a hit with one arm on the ball. Yeah, It's, it's so scary as a fan. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, all in all, first quarter was great. Second ha- second quarter was not very good at all. Third quarter sort of started off slow, but then we got into the rhythm, and then by the fourth quarter, there was no doubt in my mind we're going to win. Yeah. Game. So, yeah, his career average yards per carry is uh, 
for Singletary. Yeah. So that's actually pretty decent because he's been in the league, what, three years now? Yeah. So that's that's pretty big. Yeah, like I said, that's I'm pretty like I'm pretty complacent with that. Like I think that's that's decent. I mean, right, like a first as a first down back, four yard, four or five yards on first down, easy second and five. Mm-hmm. I'll take that. Exactly, and especially with our our pass dominant offense too, that puts you in good positions for that. You know, second and short, third and manageable type yeah. positions. For sure. So I I want to ask you this standout. Like, do you remember a play that was like, you were like, this is it. This is my favorite play. From the Bills game? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's not even really a play, but probably when Matt Ryan tried to scramble and then he didn't get in and then he flexed on Jordan Poyer and then it got called back because he wasn't yeah. in and he got the taunting penalty. I That was probably my favorite moment of the game because I know myself, I was yelling at Matt from the stands. There were people around me that were yelling at him from the stands, giving him shit for it. <laughs> so that was pretty enjoyable. But if there's a my favorite play, probably the catch that Gabe Davis made. I was gonna the, say the, the same first thing. half. Um, because Mr. Kodrag swag. Yeah, because I Josh. I mean, Allen had to throw it outside because the the cornerback was coming from the inside. So if he threw it inside, it was either gonna be defensed or the CB was gonna pick it off. Mm-hmm. But the way that he was able, he kind of like cushioned it at first with his hands and like tapped it to himself. And then he was able to secure it just as his foot was still on the ground. And then it came up. Cause that's what they were yeah. really going to see if he had kept that foot down in time, but they ruled it a catch. And I was like that. I would, I wouldn't be surprised if it had stayed uh, ruled no catch. Cause it was very close, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, it was still a very good catch. Um, and similarly, I could say that about somebody on the Falcons too. I, I don't remember who it was. I don't remember if uh, I think it's Zacchaeus is number 17, the one of their receivers. Um, it was either him, Russell Gage, or somebody else that I don't remember the name of. They made uh, a really good catch on the outside, but I think Poyer was on him, and he managed to push him out of bounds to force the yeah. three and Oh, out. yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so that was, that was also a very good catch. Unfortunately for them, ruled uh, incompletion. But, yeah, I'd say my favorite play of the game was for sure the Gabe Davis catch because there wasn't really – many very good passing plays in the game as a whole. I yeah. mean, the Falcons were throwing wide receiver screens to freaking Patterson all game, and the Bills were pretty much just looking for the, oh, Josh doesn't see anything in the first two seconds. Let me scramble right out of the pocket and then check down to Dawson Knox or Moss or something like that. So, yeah, that was definitely a really good catch uh, on his part, and it kept the drive alive too. So For sure. Yeah, I've been saying, uh, I went like when I went to the Bills game a few weeks ago, uh, my friends were like, everyone's like, oh, who's your favorite player? And I was like, you know, hot take, Dawson Knock, Gabe Davis. I was a little iffy still on Dawson after the first four games because when that bill, when the Bills got into that little bit of a slump, he started dropping balls again. And I was like, oh, great. He went to tight end university for absolutely no reason. He can't, mm-hmm. he still can't catch a ball. But the visual improvement has been there. He has been playing a lot better. And I'm honestly happy that he was able to improve because all you would ever see from him was either a spectacular catch or a dropped open ball. And it's like to be a tight end in this league and especially a functional one. Yeah. He's like, he's all right with blocking, but you have to be able to catch too, especially in our offense. And I'm finally happy 
that he's able to, you know, get the hands sorted out and he can actually make big yardage plays now because he has yeah. the strength and power to like, truck people and get the actual <laughs> yards. So it's like that's what everyone knows about, basically. And so that was good to see. Dude, I just remember him putting that dude in Miami in the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly the play I think of too. That was nice. But uh, yeah, I'd, I like the I like him. He's a I like him as a uh, like I've seen him. Like he seems like a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I'm not one to follow uh you know the the beaten path. So I was like hot take, Austin Knox and Gabe Davis. I like it. I like it. I was actually at the uh, barber shop today and the lady that cut my hair was the owner of it. And she was telling me a story about how Dawson Knox hit on her daughter, who is one of the <laughs> hairstylists there. And she was like, nah, nah, I'm not interested. I'll be friends with you, but I don't want to oh. date you. So he got friend zoned by my freaking hairstylist. <laughs> so that was, that That's was hilarious. a story. But um, yeah, apparently she's like good friends with uh Trent Murphy and shit like that too. She'd go hunting with him and stuff like that. I was like, That's pretty cool. Interesting. That's pretty cool. So yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, Bills had a about a quarter and a half of a rough patch in the game. But other than that, I don't really think they were ever out of control of the game. So, yeah, I'm happy with how it went. It was a must win. Uh, I mean, we have to win out, really. But, yeah, um, I'm glad we got the job done, especially after seeing what the Patriots did to Jacksonville. Needed that yeah. needed a win. Um, and while we're on the subject of other teams, uh, remember when we thought Miami might have a chance? They got absolutely shit on. Yep, and eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah. So, so, there goes that. But, don't, have to, don't have to worry about them. The Titans literally <laughs> just freaking put up their fist and said, you're not going. So, yeah, they dominated them. Um, at first, I thought we were <clears throat> uh, the Raiders were going to be in seventh but I was completely having a brain fart that they had played the Colts that day. So they leapfrogged all the way up into sixth place. And I think now they're in seventh, right? And the Chargers are in sixth. The Colts are out of the playoffs right now, I think. Uh, I think that might be right. I know they were talking about some weird um, if – no, I think the Colts are still in. Because they said if the Colts lose in Jacksonville – and the Raiders and Chargers tie, the Raiders and Chargers will both go to the, to the playoffs. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I remember hearing about that. Which, like, which they're, they're like, they're talking the 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 uh, not the Chargers, the Colts haven't won a, a game in Jacksonville in like six years or something. I saw so, that stat. They, they're like one and seven or something like that in the last like eight visits or seven visits or something like that. It's some stupid stat. So it's somehow feasible, despite how bad Jacksonville is and how good the Colts supposedly are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would mean, love I know. to see that because, I mean, can we move up anymore or no? Because um, the Titans and the Chiefs are 11 and 5. The Titans are in the one seed now. The Chiefs are in the two seed. The Bengals are in the we, I mean, if the Chiefs lose this week and we win this week, we'll win on head-to-head. Oh, that's true. Who are the Chiefs playing this week? Um, let's see. The Chiefs are playing the Broncos. Hmm. Are the no the Broncos are out of the playoffs now too, right? Yeah, I believe so. Seven and nine. Uh, let me see if I can find a playoff picture. Uh, 
Uh, okay, so yeah, Buffalo, New England, and Cincinnati are ten and six. Yep. So, and then so Tennessee would have will have us head to head if we tie. We'll have Kansas City if we tie. That's go and go head to head. Um, the Bengals have to have more wins in the conference, though, right? Yeah. The next is Pittsburgh at eight, seven, and one. So the oh, only way conference. For, so yeah, like the only way for us, like say we and the Bengals win next week, the Bengals would still stay league. ahead of us, right? Um, because they've got to have more wins than us in the conference now. Uh, because we lost the Jack, we lost the Jacksonville and Indy. That's. Oh yeah, you're right. And um, we lost the Patriots once. Yeah, because the Packers are not in conference. No. They did lose to the Jets and the Browns. The Bengals? Yeah. Uh, Chargers are not AFC. in AFC. Oh, so that's three losses? That's three losses in the AFC. And then we've lost to the Patriots, Jaguars. And Colts, and Titans, and Titans. So yeah, they would stay ahead of us then. Uh, well, they they still play the Browns. So they technically could lose. Okay, I don't know what the fuck the tiebreaker is after that then. Oh, but if they lose and we win, it wouldn't matter. We'd go up. To... Oh, that's true. So yeah, I mean, so we could theoretically move into the second seed then. It. I don't know how it would work. I think. We I think the, the Bengals time. and the Chiefs would have to lose, right? For us to move up, and we'd have to win because there's no way we can move up now. Right. If so, so that's that's my question. If the Chiefs lose, and the Bengals and the Bills win, that's three teams at eleven and seven. No, wait. eleven and six. Well, the head-to-head definitely comes into play because both us and the Bengals have beaten the Chiefs. So the Chiefs would have to be Oh, right. They just played the Chiefs. That's right. Yeah. So the Chiefs would have to be below both of us now. Yeah. So then we the, the highest we could move is in three, I think. Yeah, because I, I – for some reason, I have to do more research on it, but for some reason, I don't think we would be able to move above the Bengals. I don't think so. Because I don't know what the tiebreaker is after head-to-head and then conference and divisional. Well, okay, unless they lose this next game. Yeah, 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 that's what I mean. But if we tie, then I don't see how. Right. Okay, so that brings so that brings us into question. Last last week of the regular season, you can take the two seed from the Chiefs. Do you play your starters? Honestly, probably, yeah. I mean, I was talking about this with the guys that were sitting right behind me. I think we play our starters for at least a quarter. Yeah. I don't know if Miami's going to play their starters. or No, we, we play the Jets, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the Jets are going to play their starters because they were eliminated a long time ago. So I feel like they might just try and go hard to, you know, both ruin our chances of getting a good spot, but also – to get their players reps. Cause I mean, right. Zach Wilson still needs reps. So why would they not play them? Right. And I mean, the jets, honestly, they came off, they're coming off a pretty good game against the bucks. So, I mean, 
I think we, we play our starters for at least a quarter, I think. If it's a close game, keep them in, I guess. That's what I'm saying, because I, I think – I mean, there is a possibility we can at least move up to the three seed. There has to be. So, I don't see why we wouldn't try and get the higher seeding. Right. So, is it three plays seven? No, wait. Two plays seven. No, wait. No, three. Am I retarded? Yeah, two plays seven, three plays six, four plays five. Right. Okay. So, where it stands right now, we're playing the Patriots. We play the Patriots. Yeah. Which, Which I I would take. I would take that. I will take that matchup if it's not shitty weather, to be totally honest with you. Yeah. Because right. I mean I mean I don't like I don't like making excuses, but our game in Foxborough versus at home Very clearly dangerous. clearly shows why we lost that game. Yeah. We could not run the ball because of the weather, or we could not throw the ball because of the weather, and in turn New England's running game outclassed us to the max, and we were not throwing the ball efficiently against them. The winds were 20 miles an hour less gusting, and we were able to beat them by, what, 12 it was, I think, the final score? Yeah, I think so. So, I mean, that clearly shows if we're able to establish the passing game and play well, we will beat the Patriots. Yeah. So... Honestly, right now, I'll take a New England matchup as long as it's not shitty weather. But considering right now the matchup would be in Buffalo, I don't know how much I would like that. Yeah. Because the weather is supposed to be really shitty tomorrow. I don't know if it's across New York. And the way this winter has been with the no snow, I could only see the weather continuing to be shitty for the rest of the month. Yeah. So then, all right, so – what is what is our nightmare playoff team to play then? What do you say? Do you say Colts? I say Colts. I was gonna say Colts. So making it through, say so say we make it through first round. Do you want Colts or Titans? I don't know how that all works out, but Colts or Titans, who do you want to play? Honestly, I think I want the Titans. Interesting. Because I yeah, they think the same thing. They're supposed to get Derrick Henry back this week, supposedly. Supposedly. Let's they're, see if there's any news. He's off IR now. He's been cleared to return. Okay. But the thing is, okay, both teams play a very, very similar game. But I really do think that the Colts O line is better than the Titans O line. And, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, yeah. Bengals will be without Joe Mixon, and Joe Burrow will be out to rest a sore right knee. Is that the knee he hurt? Yeah. Like the one he tore his ACL on or whatever? Oh, I don't know about that. Um, so no starting running back and no starting quarterback. Which, I mean, honestly for them, the only thing they should be mad about is the fact that that could hurt their chances of finishing in a higher seed. Cause I mean, they've clinched already. 
So, but yeah, honestly, I don't want to face the Colts because I think what they did to us in week, whatever it was, what was it, 12, I think, maybe? Embarrassed. Yeah, they absolutely embarrassed us at home, and I think they could do it again. I don't see yeah, why I think they too. wouldn't do it again. So they, uh, our the run defense is just not what I what it used to be. Yeah, and the way we played against the Titans was not that good because it ended up being what thirty four to thirty one we lost something like something like that. Yeah, but we also had our offense going in that game. And in the Colts game, I mean, that's not to say, like, oh, if we face the Colts, who knows? Our defense could be absolutely stellar, and our offense could be absolutely killing it. But like you said, we got absolutely embarrassed, and I think there's more of a chance that that happens to us again from the Colts than it does from the Titans. Because we honestly were locking up Derrick Henry until he had that, like, 70-something yard rush. And then for like, he still, he still only finished with like 130 yards or something. Exactly. So we, I mean, if we didn't allow that touchdown, we win the game. Right. Was that. And if I think that's, I'm, I mean, I keep saying that's the same thing with the Patriots. First time you don't let Damian Harris score that first touchdown. That's, that's a game. Exactly. We, we mitigate the chance of a breakout play happening. And yeah. I, I still think Derrick Henry is the best running back in the league. But Jonathan Taylor has to be top five, if not top three, right now. And I think with him having all the reps under his belt and Henry just coming back from IR, that I think the yeah, top- how many times do people come back from IR and they're just like top four? Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I think that the potential with the way that the the, I feel like the Colts work better as a whole team on offense running the ball, whereas the the Titans linemen, I feel like a lot of them, they get that first-level block, and then after that, they're like, okay, we know Henry will do the rest. And, like, Jonathan Taylor yeah. did that too, but I think the Colts O-line works better as a unit to support him, to get him further down the field with, like, less effort. And so I think, for me, the matchup nightmare is the Colts because I think – we have a harder time playing against them than we would Titans. So that's just, I agree. Uh, Let's see. Yeah. Fuck. So right now it's looking like that's versus bills. And then we would play the Titans. Mm -hmm. And then it is the Bengals and the Colts and the chiefs and the chargers. I'm I'm curious to see how Bengals Colts goes. Yeah, that'll be an interesting game. I also am interested to see how the Chiefs and Chargers game will go because honestly, in my opinion, the Chargers choked the victory against the Chiefs the last time they played. So, I mean, the Chargers still have to win. Like it, it might be the Raiders facing the Chiefs, but yeah. I mean, honestly, all the matchups in the playoffs, I think. On the AFC side, besides the Patriots Bills one, will be interesting. So. Yeah. So then in the NFC, we got Dallas and the Cardinals, uh, Tampa Bay and the Eagles, and LA and the Saints. 
I think LA is going to kill the Saints personally. I sure hope. Oh, well, I you say that, but they just bottled up Tom Brady. That's true, but that's like the only team they've bottled up. <laughs> um, yeah, but wait, I the, mean the Saints are in the playoffs right now. Yeah, and the 49ers aren't. Oh wait, this might be an old picture. Hang on. No, you might be right because I think I remember hearing a graphic about how the Saints could get into the playoffs. It was like if the 49ers still win, like the Saints will still beat them or something like that on a head-to-head, maybe. Um, let's see. Um playoff. American League football. No, we want national. You are correct. It is the 49ers at the six seed right now. And then the Eagles in the seven. Yep. Okay, that's what I thought. Because the Saints did win this week, but I think they needed somebody else to lose because then they would go up. I think, well, I think they still, can they maybe still make it? I think the Saints can still make it, right? The 49ers have to lose, though, I think. Yeah. But they don't, they didn't play head-to-head, so there would be some, some math going on. All right. But uh, anyways, I I mean, honestly, Matt Stafford been kind of looking a bit off lately. He's been, been looking like doo doo. Throwing a lot of picks. Tanking my fantasy team. Um. So yeah, honestly, maybe I'm three picks in the last three games. I think I will retract that statement and the fact that I think the Rams will kill him. But I do still think that the Rams will win. I agree. The only way the Saints win that game is if their defense plays well and Alvin Kamara actually like runs the ball. He's going to have to carry. And uh, so, yeah, that, that's how I see that going. Dallas versus – Dallas is in a rematch right now, like, headed for a rematch against the Cardinals, you said? Yes, sir. Um. Well, the Cardinals got back to their winning ways against Dallas last week. Uh, they won 25-22. So, I mean, yeah, that game I, I cannot predict right now. That could go either way. And didn't, didn't it go very – oh, no, the, the Cardinals had the backup QB, didn't they? Oh no, it was playing Kyler Murray. Maybe who was I thinking of? They had a bunch of receivers out, so they had a bunch of like second stringers in. Yeah, that sounds accurate. Because they had some dude that like absolutely mossed somebody in the end zone for a touchdown. Um, I think Christian Kirk might have and AJ Green were their only starting wide receivers out there, and everyone else was like subbed in. That sounds accurate. Um, but then again, I say that and Dallas. Now, going into the possible rematch, Michael Gallup's now out for the season. Yeah. Um, so oh, they'll only have C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper, who are a very good one-two wide receiver combination. Um, I saw a few, a few things. Um, one said possibly Antonio Brown, which I seriously doubt at this point. Um, and the other one said uh, Terrell Owens was looking to make a comeback. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. He's telling the Bucks to sign him up. But uh, so I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, see what happens. There's yeah. definitely uh some some need for wide receivers around the league. Oh yeah, uh, with so injury going on. So. Yeah, this past week, in the past couple couple three weeks, so yeah, yeah, I completely agree. But I think I think that would be very funny to see uh, Terrell Owens back on the. Field. I would love to see To back in the league. I mean, they'd literally sign him for the playoffs, and then. 
however far they go is however far he goes. But <laughs> Dude, how how old do you think Terrell Owens is? I'm pretty sure he's like 43 or 44. That's my guess. Terrell Owens he might be older, honestly, but <laughs> 48. Okay, yeah. So my man's is literally a father, but. That, imagine him and Tom Brady on the same team. Uh, average, average, average. I feel like that would have to break some sort of league record for like oldest like scoring duo in the league, like passer to catch. Yeah, of course, I mean I feel like Tom Brady does it every time, every week when he has like when he's the oldest quarterback. Like been. He was already throwing to AB, who I'm pretty sure is like 32 or something like that. Yeah. Oh, but. Man. Man, could you imagine T.O., 48 years old, catching touchdown pass? Oh, man, bring him back to the Bills. What? What? We don't need him. What's the depth? <laughs> we didn't need him when he came here. Man's was washed up by then. Facts. That's the last Bills jersey I owned. <laughs> A Terrell Owens jersey. <laughs> oh, did I did I tell you when I went to the Bills game, everyone was, like, crowded around, like, where we were walking down. And everyone, I'm like, what's going on? It was It was O.J. OJ Simpson was there? Yeah. Oh, baby. And I was like, dude, what is what is everybody like crowding around for? And everyone's like taking pictures with OJ. You get a picture with him? I did not. Bruh. Sorry, man. The glove don't fit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't kill her. <laughs> didn't fit, bro. But um but uh yeah, so man, that was pretty funny. But uh yeah, TO making a comeback would be interesting. I love that. I something tells me he can still play. If Des Bryant can still play, T.O. can still play. Uh-huh. Where is Des Bryant now? He's a free agent. The Ravens never picked him back up. Mm. It was a shame. I mean, I'm glad he made it back. So was I. I like Des when he was in the league. He was he's a good player. I don't know. That's like uh it's like how no one had signed Isaiah Thomas. In basketball, yeah. Yeah. I feel so bad for him. I feel like he got absolutely shit on after that season he popped off with the Celtics. Yeah. And then, like, he can still play, but, like, not nearly as good as he used to be able to. And now he's just, like, everyone's just like, yeah, I think we might sign you for a 10-day contract. And then the news, you know, ruffles around the league, and then just nothing happens. Yeah. My man's, like, popped off on the Celtics, and they're like, yeah, we don't need you anymore. Yeah, for real. Absolute mistreatment. Very like, tough. You got to do that to a guy who basically carried you to the playoffs. Like, come on. I know. Come on. Man's went absolute sicko mode for a season. Then they're like, yeah, fuck out of here. <laughs> for real. That was the same season his freaking, like, sister died, too. So he got absolutely shelled. <laughs> yeah. No respect. So, yeah, 76ers still kind of suck. <sighs> In some wins in that though. Yeah. Do it. Uh, Clay's coming back soon. About to come back. Maybe one, Sunday. About a about a week left of rehab. Yeah, around there. Hopefully. Yeah. I I hope to God he does not injure himself again. Dude, his career might be over. If, if if he ruptures his Achilles or tears something in his knee again, I feel like he's just gonna retire. Cause he is like thirty two or thirty three. Yeah, so, like, I feel like he might, and that's so sad to see because he was—he is so sick when he plays. Dude, I, 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 
I might cry if that happens. That would be very sad. Yeah, we shall see. Oh, the new new uh, Washington football team names drop? I saw that. I didn't actually look at the article. Did they officially release them yet? Not officially. Well, they, they said there's a few names there uh, po- that are possible, yeah, I think most likely. They're down to like six different names, and they have the jersey color scheme laid out. It's just obviously it depends on what logo would go on there judging off the name. Yeah. All right, you want to you want to go over this right now? Watch on on a on a podcast. Yeah, we can, we can end with that. We'll end with the. Name. All right, let's end with this. All right, most likely possibilities are the Washington football team. Just stick with that. Stick with it. Yeah. God, please no. That's gonna get voted down. <laughs> Washington Armada. Okay, I'm assuming their pic- their logo would be like a navy ship or something. Then probably. Uh, uh they don't have a uh, they don't <laughs> have emblems. Yeah, they don't have the logos released with it. Yeah, I don't. Think. Um, let's see. Uh, the defenders, Washington defenders. Okay. Not a huge fan of that one. Uh, Red Hawks. What exactly is that? Like literally just a red hawk, or like is that a term for something? I don't know. Uh. Just gonna look up Red Hawk and see if anything comes up. I mean, like it could literally just be the like an animal. Red red tailed hawk is a thing. Okay, so yeah, it's literally just a bird then. Another bird team, just what we need. Yeah. <laughs> Add them to the birds. <laughs> uh I'm a fan of the birds, but <laughs> the pre- Washington presidents. That is so stupid. That is so fucking stupid. That is really dumb. All right, uh, Washington Commanders, also pretty dumb. Yeah. Uh, Washington Brigade. Brigade? Brigade? I think Armada is still better than Brigade. I agree. And then the Washington Red Wolves. That's not the worst. Honestly, Red Hawks might be the best one. Yeah. I think, I mean, honestly, personally to me, they all sound stupid because I'm so used to saying Redskins. And now that yeah. like we've j- we're just used to literally, I mean, they're basically just Washington at this point. Fucking football team is so stupid. I hope they don't stick mm-hmm. with that. I hope, I really hope they don't stick with football team. Like, uh, every name sounds dumb, some way more than others. But yeah, I'd agree. I'd probably either go with Armada or Red Hawks personally. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully in the uh, near future, they will drop like logos and all that shit to actually go with it. I feel like I feel like logos. I mean, I know we have no say, but logos would make it look like, like make the team names and like everything come together. I feel like that makes a difference. I hope to God that they get fan input like they did for names. Right. And- like fan submissions of the logos and then they narrow it down to like a final like three for the name they've chosen yeah because that'll not only like win over your fan base a little bit because it shows that as an ownership group you actually care what your fans have to say about the team but on top of that a bunch of old stooges trying to figure out how to use microsoft paint and design a logo is not going to work better like as good as well as if some other like because you know how it is like there's underground artists everywhere and there's people that are talented that just never get noticed for their work and this could be a great way to you know propel someone's art career or something like that oh yeah for sure i think i think all the logos need a revamp to be honest yeah i feel like every every time they just go more simple and it's just like 
You could I be doing so much more. Honestly, like the Patriots old logo of the dude down in the like the center stance is a sick logo. Because I think yeah. that logo, he it's he's literally in full football gear, and then he has a night a 1780s revolutionary hat on while he's snapping the ball. Like that is a sick logo. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. I mean, ours ours has honestly gotten more intricate. It used to just be a red buffalo. <laughs> yeah. Now it's but I think we did actually used to have like a full bison on our helmet, like way, way back. But uh no, yeah, I agree. A lot of them get so simplified. Like the way the Falcons have redone their jerseys, I hate it. The letters are so blocky. I mean, the color scheme's always gonna be nice, but like I, I mean, I, this is gonna sound biased because my favorite color is red, but the the red jerseys with the Falcons are so clean. Dude, all right, you're talking about red jerseys. The color rush for Buffalo, come on, man. It's all right. <laughs> not not your not your shade of red. I think all blue or all white color rush for Buffalo is better. Yeah, the the shade of red for Buffalo is not really my red. All right, but uh, I tried. I did my best. <laughs> but yeah, but, uh, so honestly, hopefully for next time, maybe we'll get some more news out of the Washington camp about you know their logo and all that stuff. Um, yeah. next week in our episode after this week is finished we are going to make playoff brackets so come prepared with a bracket that you think is you know what you think will happen in the playoffs and then oh we'll, man we'll discuss those force my hand we'll go over them we'll dispute them i'll tell you why you're wrong and you can tell me why i'm wrong okay um, and then hopefully we'll get someone else to show up so we can have more than two yeah, hopefully. I mean, I'll be back up in Potsdam by then, so maybe I can find somebody. Heard. Um, so, yeah. So, um, you got anything else to talk about then? Or? Um, nah, I think that's all I got. All right. Um, so, if that's the case then, uh, thank you to anybody else who joined in, listened for this week. A uh, bit of a – I don't want to say a bit of a shorter episode. It's a, decent length but i mean a bit of a time constraint on liam's end so we just figured we'd get together and talk about some quick stuff in the nfl but uh thank you for watching or listening wherever you may be thank you for the continued support if you tune in and uh look forward to putting out an episode for you guys next week don't forget to tell your friends to listen to king sell out a little bit you know <laughs> <laughs> yes you can i guess i'll put the socials in there then oh um, yeah yeah, yeah. KQC underscore podcast is the Instagram uh, KOT or Kings of the Queen City podcast on YouTube. And we are on Spotify now. Um, I think it's just Kings of the Queen City. If you just search that up, then that should pop up. All the episodes to date are on there now. Um, so you can go back all the way starting to last winter is when we started this up. So uh, you can check out all the episodes there. But um, yeah, check us out. Tell your friends about it. We're trying to grow, you know. Got to make some money. We need more viewers and more listeners if we're going to make money. So please <laughs> tell everybody, tell them to come check it out. I know it's not the best quality production, but uh, we're working on it. We're, we're slowly improving. Maybe one day. Yeah, slowly one day. So uh, thank you very much for the support and see you guys next week. See you next week.